And welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name's Nick. And I'm Andy. That was a weird draft experience, Andy. Was it? I mean, well, we've had not had first round picks before. Uh, hardly ever. We've never waited that long uh, before. Um, so the the year we traded out for Prestia, we had a we had a pick in the late twenties, which turned into Bolton. That was pretty fun. Um, and the yeah the year we traded out, we had a pick going into the draft, and then traded it um, during during the draft. So I got to do <laughs> I got to do all the work. <laughs> we didn't pick any of the players, so. That was funny, but yeah, this is this is the latest uh, we've we've joined the draft in a very long time, and I, you've got a whole series of messages from me um, bemoaning the fact that all the tall uh, players I liked uh, were getting picked uh, before we selected, and so we've we've come away from uh, so we've drafted. Four players, two in the national draft, two in the rookie draft, and three of them are uh, shorter than six foot. <laughs> it was a bit attack of the midgets. Yeah, look, look, there comes a point as a fan where the first draft picks just, it doesn't matter. As as you know, my NFL team habitually trades out its first pick and sometimes its second, and uh, the first pick is always exciting. Um, and, some, you know, I was reflecting that our first pick... I, I was quite excited about it, and then you know it 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 was sort of twenty picks roughly, not quite, but uh, after our last pick in the previous draft, that makes sense. So you're at a completely different end of the gene pool, yeah. but it's it's still it, there is still you know let's be honest when we're talking about the draft, we've been doing post draft shows for twelve years, and we've never once said we've had a bad draft. You know, it, it's always yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, the the only player I think I've ever not liked uh, or ever been underwhelmed by that we drafted was once, and that was because I'd seen him play a lot in the um, VFL, and we just delisted him. But that's that's if you think about the it's probably over fifty players we've drafted since then. Um, we, I, I was excited by the draft, and I still came away with, hmm. with with new players to talk about. And since this is a point I wanted to make just before the draft, I was very gently setting up the point to be mildly critical about something but actually the opposite happened and what I mean by that is look it's one reason we we treat we treat the draftees like um we're always positive about them is because there's an information asymmetry of course you've got to defer to the club it'd be ridiculous Mm. not to to professional recruiters on the flip side though that does tell you about their preferences and Mm. the the drafting the fact that we're drafting for need uh, sorry, we're not drafting for need. That we're absolutely drafting for you know. It's one thing to say trade for need and uh, draft for talent, but your team yeah, teams often some, say that, take, it takes some balls to pull it off. <laughs> yeah, like teams often say that, and then they don't do it, and it happens all the time in the NFL too. So the fact that you, you when they say that, you you know that they really mean it. Mm. And the uh, that we weren't. It was very noticeable uh, how much we drafted for athleticism. Like all, like this is uh, a, a real trend we've seen since. Well, probably 
2014 where there was uh, we noticeably started drafting more uh, for athleticism um, and running power. I think that you know we we'd had some some of those mid zeros teams were a little were a little plotting and we decided no nope, um we're willing to we're willing to tolerate uh, small so also you know some the size of some of the players we were drafting um uh, you know the Liam Baker um, most notably but you know Shay Shay Bolton was was uh Small and skinny, uh, Jaden Short, obviously, uh, as as is his name, um, uh, but they could all run, um, and this this group exact exactly f- fits with that. There's no there's no plotters. Even even Tyler Young, our um, second round uh, rookie out of our VFL uh, program, is is a good athlete. Um, but as as clear, uh, we're not we're not ke- scared of drafting young kids who need to build strength. Uh, but they can all run um, uh, and uh, attack the footy. Uh, got a bit of I don't know. Any anyway, it was it was no. I, I completely agree, and I completely this is embracing the undersold story of what won us the flag, which is uh, turning players who have one or two elite attributes and turning Mm. them into very effective role players um, and from late picks. And we haven't always done... Like, I completely agree there's been a philosophical shift. Not every player we've drafted through since 14 meets meets that criteria, but it so happens that the ones who have turned out to be um, excellent value picks... And you could have... George is a slightly different uh, type of beast. Mm. uh, He's the right size, but he's... um, you know, there's obvious flaws, and we talked about this before the draft. That you know, this is I got exactly what I wanted before the draft, where I said, you know, I wanted misfit toys, basically, mm. you know, the players who test off the charts. But I was joking, ball drop with the wrong hand or something like that. And that's it's nothing as severe as that. But we've got a, the the first two picks in particular are really interesting people who have very obvious flaws but very obvious high upside, so that. You know, they may not work out, but they have they have things that could make them elite rather than just oh, they're pretty good at everything. And they were mm. they were the kind of kid that everyone said says at school he was the best footballer at school. But you know, these kids are these kids are different. They're um, they got high upside, and they might be able to play in a premiership team, but or they they may never mm. play a game. Um, so yeah, I, look, I philosophically, I genuinely like this draft, and I was set up to to perhaps at least very mildly suggest I. Um, that I didn't like a different philosophy, but this is exactly what I wanted, so I cannot mm. complain, and that's what I came away from the draft, especially the first two picks. I thought, wow, they're really interesting kids. Yeah, very much so. Um, well, perhaps, perhaps we should uh, get into them. So the extremely well-named kids as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, as I said, the um, there were three three key defenders. Uh, I, I liked uh, for our pick. They all they all went. Uh, Harry, Harry Lemmy, the the key forward, went before just before our first pick. Um, Tom Scully, the other key forward, uh, and uh, no, Scully uh, was on the board. Yeah, Scully was on the board for our first pick, but on our second, um, 
but yeah, we've um, despite despite some of those needs. Uh, first instance, we took uh, Caleb Smith, um, uh, who's a who's a halfback from uh, Western Western Australia. Um, he's he's really quick. He's he's got the fastest time over over twenty meters uh, of any player uh, currently on our list. Now it's by a hundredth of a second to uh, Dan Dan Rioli, um, and would you believe that uh, Dustin Martin? Um, yeah, and, and to clarify, this is when they were drafted. When they were drafted from from their, this is their draft camp. Um, Testing, um, yeah, I mean, and look, the twenty meters is a is a somewhat crude measure, as as Hugo. We've just seen Hugo Ralph Smith blitz the um, grand final sprint, and his his twenty meter time um, was was good, but not sensational. And he well, well, but no, no, that's that, that that's completely consistent because he he ran them down. He 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 didn't. That's that's true. He does he does build up. Speed, um, but it's so, still yeah. like he's fast. Whatever he's it is, fast. It, you um, know, it's, you don't, they don't give Olympic medals for twenty meter sprints, but they're it, it's it, he's definitely one of the quickest blokes on the park. Yeah, uh, he's got a big leap. Um, he absolutely blitzed uh, the the waffle Colts and um, for uh, the. Uh, Wesley, I think the, the Western it was Australian, Wesley. Yeah. Western Australian version. Um, um, what's notably missing on that is um, he didn't play at the national championships. Um, he he had a he had injuries and he hasn't been uh, playing uh, the game all that long. Um, he's he was a was a high level cricketer, so he's he's really come come from the sky in the in the second half of the of the season. So yeah, it's. It's fair enough to ask. I mean, what you know, he clearly looks looks like a really good athlete and has tested out as such. But how does he play against other really good athletes? Yeah, I don't know. But um, certainly, certainly a ball of clay. Yep, and yeah, when when he gets for the running drills, he won't look out of place. Yeah, a couple no. of things. It is funny watching him uh, in the. In the, the the highlights of him in the Waffle Colts, which is you know those big open grounds, oh, right? that, that, that looks like looking so much incredible, <laughs> and these poor guys were you know commerce students from uh, Murdoch University just getting uh, standing, looking like they're standing still on the mark where, uh, while Caleb goes around around him. But he wasn't a, a reach in any way, you know, shifting you all about him. The mm. Fox uh, Fox Footy had him rated him high. Um, the, I think it was it was Clark, wasn't it, who did the post-draft interview? He he did the I can't believe he was mm. there in, in, at that pick, but in a way that was, you know, yeah. he didn't he didn't it, 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 he wasn't pushed to say that. It was it seemed sincere. Um, so he and most people had him going in about the mid forties uh, to Fremantle. About Fremantle had a pick mm. about five, five spots before us. So he was no he's he's elite athleticism and the, the fact that he can play and he's a beautiful long penetrating kick. Um, always helps uh, to be a beautiful long penetrating kick mm. when you're um, uh, when you get in space to, to to kick it. But yeah, he's he's very much a, 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 a sort of rebound defender. I mean, he's not incredibly dissimilar to, in very overly superficial way to Oleg, but that doesn't mean he can't play because you know no. who well, else? Is and Oleg, Oleg Markov 
tested even uh, slightly faster uh, than he did. Um, so we've we've clearly we've clearly got a got a type. Um, yeah, and was, like the, the, another player of that type is Jaden Short. So you know, the, the, some of them work uh, some of them don't. Actually, more from from that year, Short was was quick, but not that quick. But um, Jason Castagna <laughs> tested really well. There's some there's some old yeah. footage of him running around guys uh, at at junior footy. I mean, yes, he then runs out of trouble into trouble, out of trouble into trouble. I <laughs> know oh, he's. Uh, we've talked about his draft cap. If you've never watched it, watch Georges and Castagna's under eighteen highlights. It's it's, it's every it's all the magic that makes Georges what he is. I loved what Matty Clark said about him. That um, so sort of we're naturally talking about him and 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 in the draft show that the sort of where he's played his most, uh, his footy at the high level, where there's been cameras on, has been in the back line. But um, I love what Clark said about him because it, it reflects our drafting philosophies. When he was asked where is he going to play, he said, "Ah, he could play. He could play forward too. He played forward well for Wesley. He's got a, mm. a good contested mark." But I love the fact that we're not we're being so open about. Uh, where a player, like if you don't know the position the player plays, it shows how much you're drafting on fundamentals. And to me, that's just so important because drafting is so uncertain. You just get, you just want, especially at that level, at, at that pick, it's so hard to get a ready-made player or a player who obviously fits mm. the mold because the, there's, there's so many unknown attributes. But just say, here's a bowl of, bowl, a ball of clay, but a ball of clay which is big enough to, to, to turn into something. If, if that makes sorry to stretch your analogy. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, when he said that I was I was super impressed. Like n- n- not to go on about this point, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited by this pick and it's a pick in the fifties. Late forties. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, late forties. Um well so the that was our the, the, to explain the the, the the pick the number pick dropped because yeah, from what it was did. originally yeah. because of uh bidding. Sorry, mm. go on. Um, and it's he's he's very young young for his draft year as well. Um, he's he, he's only just um turned turned eighteen. So sometimes uh, those guys uh you know just you know take a, take slight slightly longer. But yeah, no, I think uh pretty exciting. Um. Steely so, Green. So, so, so before we move on to to Dan, um, yep. uh, I think the point. So Scully for Wolf will now will be the one that uh, we'll watch yep. with with one eye. I mean, we probably won't do anything if he ever does for three years. But uh, Scully will be the was the one that we were um, mock draft yep. for that pick, and obviously he's his man mouth. And we talked about in the previous pod, so that'll be a bit of drama to follow over the years. Mm. Yeah, we don't um, we don't like um, uh, marginal. Drafting tools for the sake of drafting, drafting tools. Although, no. oh, and Nick, um, you know, I know everyone's been talking about. Oh well, you know, now we've got a need at tall forward. Uh, well, yeah, the, we, our, our recruiters said, like Matty Clark said that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but the thing is, you know, there's a to steal a Drew Carey line. Um, you're an AFL club and you need young tools. Oh, there's a club for that. It's called Everyone. We meet at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, so yeah, our, our next pick, uh, Steely Green, <laughs> out of uh, another um, draft pick out of uh, South Fremantle uh, for us. Um, yeah, I I have to admit I only first noticed him because uh, of because <laughs> of the name. 
Well, um, you're not following uh, junior sailing prospects that that closely. Not so much. No, that that is there's a, there's a couple of really unique things about him. Like you know, there's we've had loads of any number of uh, basketballers. Um, you know, obviously, um, uh, you know, Scott Pemblebury's um, the only one who's been drafted by the NBA, but you know, there's been loads of other elite basketballers uh, as well. Um, we've had, you know, Lids Lids opened the bowling for Victoria at a uh, under seventeen cricket carnival. Um, yeah, any number of cricketers. Um, uh, Steely Green is the first uh, high-level sailor that I know of, and that's that's a little bit. I mean, it's a it's a cute cute story, and um, people have posted. He, he's got an amazing story about having been struck by lightning while he was out on his boat. Um, but I don't know if you've you've seen sailors, but um, carrying carrying a lot of extra weight um, isn't. Isn't all that uh, useful uh, as a as a top level sailor? So he's pretty small. Yeah, I mean, look. Before we get on to analysing him as a footballer, as a footballer, he's clearly he's taking too many narratives for people to write the easy story for. On, I mean, not only does he have the sailing story, um, yeah. the getting hit by lightning story, uh, the fact he then became an electrician story, and finally he's named after Steely Dan. The no, bands. There's, like, a, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> so much going on there. Anyway, well, but and and he was uh, the best uh, performed eighteen uh, uh, year old in the in the waffle uh, this year. Um, yeah, so ahead, ahead of some far higher rated players. So yeah, and, and a, aside, there's a lot and going on. And aside from. Uh, 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 all that said, and only picking up, he played a bit of Oz kick, but he's only really started seriously playing three to four years ago after the accident. Mm. And he, he made WA under 18's captain. Uh, they had more than one captain, but he's clearly uh, a great kid. And, you know, he wasn't playing, the team he was playing for uh, actually w- went through uh, some of his uh, Perth games. Mm. Uh, and, like, they were a good team. They made the finals. Mm. Uh, his, his mentor is Nick Subin, you know, former. I think it played at least fifty games in the AFL, yeah. um, probably hundred actually. Um, he's like he, he's an incredible story, mm. and y- yes, he's undersized. But um, so just on your point about so he he was in and out of the team, and he obviously dropped out around the time of the national champs, um, and he had a few decent games in the reserves after the champs, and then he got picked again. And the last regular season game, he had thirty-one disposals and seven tackles in a Waffle yep. Seniors game, and you know they're, they're no joke. Uh, and he didn't have a great final, but that's incredible form. And yes, oh, yeah. he's, he's undersized, but he's uh, really interesting att- attributes. And again, going back to the point about he tested well. He this is mm. not this is not like. You know, we're trying not to name some of our previously um, delisted midfielders who didn't have elite athleticism um, and dunking on them. But yeah, he's he's not one of those. He's the reason he didn't go higher is just because he's undersized. Everything yeah. else ticks. Yeah, he's he's top ten for both uh, agility uh, and endurance uh, at the draft camp. Um, yeah, it's uh, he he wins his own ball. Um, Covers the ground. Um, 
the uh, the uh, Chris Dor, the SPN draft guy, was saying, "Oh, you know, he's a he's a great um, compliment to Taranto and Hopper." And it sort of part of me thought, "Oh, actually, this is the benefit of drafting for um, guys like um, Taranto and Hopper uh, is that you can." It's it's just a lot easier to to find a third guy to line up next to um, two hundred and eighty seven centimeter beasts uh, in the middle because you know they're they're gonna handle the the coal the coal face uh, stuff. So you know I don't I don't know. If, um, if I think I think Green um there's he's he's said himself that he plays a bit like um. Liam Baker. Um, I think he said he, he, Baker's actually his idol. Yeah. Um, actually, the comparisons. The comparisons there. One um, thing is lovely about him is, and it's it's a great. He's in his interviews. He's so keen to learn. Yeah. So he's very humble, and you could just see recruiters and coaches loving it. Like I did. I almost wondered. Part of me, the, my only slight fear with this pick is that are we pandering to Dimmer's type too much? Because like, <laughs> D- D- Dimmer is going to love this kid. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh... But look, the thing about who's he playing next to? Like, he's a pick in the fifties. If he yeah, plays, I he mean, plays senior whatever. footy, w- it, whatever, any position, you know. Um, the, the, I like, know, but it's a lot. E- it, there's also a point there of it's a lot easier to play next to um, elite level midfielders than it is to try and find a late pick who can um, substitute for one of them. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, 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 I mean, it goes back to the earlier point: is you, you're you're not finding a well-rounded player in the fifties. Mm. But yeah, whoever there's plenty of there's plenty of guys in front of him on the list at this stage. But he's a super exciting player, great yeah. kid, and. and, uh, and, the, and you what, know what he's going to be, Nick? It's going to be a ton of fun in the VFL. Yeah, and like the, what what position does Liam Baker play? Footballer. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we could probably, after this stage, we could probably speculate his best position, but I, I don't think that's the point yet. We, we just uh, he'll get on and look. Uh, as I'm not sure you put it out on the show, but you you put it out. We could probably do with another small forward, and maybe that's where he'll he'll um, find his. He's got the athleticism potentially to play it, so we'll see. Yeah, and it, it, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun uh, finding out. Um, I I enjoy also that we're not the slightest bit scared of um, go home factor. Like when uh, a lot of a lot of teams are, are nervous about that. Um, yeah, just I think he didn't he say he's. I think it's him and not Caleb, but he lived in the territory for a while as well. So he's not. Um, mm. He's not. He, he's actually said he's he's pretty geographically neutral. <laughs> yeah, um, but, I, mean, I mean, we haven't actually lost a player to go home in an extremely long time. No, no, it's true. Um, uh, <laughs> look, the the one, uh, uh, some, you know, we. We lost Brad Brad Artens to another Victorian club. That was uh, that was extremely frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I was just like I think Jamie Tate was poultry. Like I, I was going back to Paul Wilson, but you know, yeah. um, <laughs> people like it's been, it's been a while. <laughs> anyway, uh, breaking um, teenage Andy's heart. <laughs> uh, I don't think I was a teenager when Paul Wilson left. Um, but the 
the just, I think he just <laughs> Oh, right. Close. <laughs> um, I will make, uh, and it's it's a very well made point, but and I feel like we're over analysing him, tripping over each each other to express excitement about this pick. That's fun, is it? Yeah, and we have we have sort of backed in our WA recruiting staff pretty pretty hard, and for obvious reasons. Yeah. The the worry about the size, um, he. You know, there's, he's, he's sort of he tackles a bit like a, a hyena, like sort of leaping on on someone's back. Um, yeah, it, I I did look at that and wonder if um, uh, he's going to get uh, shrugged off um, uh, a bit at AFL level. Um, yeah, he well, does, he, he, he he does have a small he does have a small frame, but look, he probably will. And we've got multiple players on our team who that happens to, but they're still they have enough attributes to make yeah. Valley and if you're constantly players. around the ball and applying pressure, even if like it takes time to to shrug shrug a, ta- a tackle. Um, so hmm. I actually believe uh, in a game last year we we did notice it has been an issue, but you know, plenty of premiership medals around undersized players in at Tigerland. Yep. So the the rookie draft, we were actually before the rookie draft. Um, we were linked to uh, Braden Drury, who who ended up going first overall to to North. But um, we managed to get a player who was pretty much his athletic uh, double doppelganger um, in in Seth Campbell, who um, obviously I was uh, born to be <coughs> favourably disposed. Um, to the um, as uh, he's from northern uh, Tasmania, but he's actually a productive uh, footballer as well. Um, average nineteen touches and over a goal a game in the in the NAB uh, league uh, last year. Um, again, uh, pretty good at athlete. Um, uh, you know, covers covers the ground, um, has some speed and uh, a few tricks. Um, again, a young a young kid. Almost, I think he's the was the youngest player in the whole uh, drafted. Um, he's, he's got a twenty nine December birthday. Mm. Needs to put on weight. Um, yeah. Um, clearly, clearly depth. But uh, again, we've we've got a type. Yeah, look, it's hard to know. I agree with everything, but I like the the fact that he was. I almost sort of like him. Didn't he test slightly better than the kid that we didn't get? Yeah, yeah, so, pretty, pretty much the same. But yeah, I must admit I wasn't quite as keen on that kid because he. One thing they said he wasn't a great finisher, but yeah, uh, look, I, I'm is exciting, um, and it, it's a need and. Uh, like I reckon he'll kill for you on the VFL this year, but sorry to always reduce things to my VFL watching. But uh, we got a lot. Of, we got a fair few talls. You know, we're going to have. Uh, we'll have at least one of our resting ruck, uh, two hundred centimetre blokes who need someone around their feet in 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 the two. So, be exciting to see how he progresses mm. in, in an elite environment. Yeah, and um, there has been. I mean, there. Look, they had a number of guys um, drafted out of 
um, four players drafted out of um, Tasmania this year, so they're sort of um, addresses, you know, there have been concerns about um, how well that, that talent pathway is um, going, but um, with things getting back to normal after after COVID, that, that, that seems to be uh, less, less of an issue. Um, yeah, I think... You know, he's another guy. Strength, strength, and contested contested works. Um, uh, something he needs to 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 work on. Um, so yeah, maybe you know, maybe there'll certainly be days down down at Port Melbourne where it could be pretty um, hard, hard going. But yeah, no, he's he's another fun player. Mm. And coached by Webberley, and who apparently loves him. Yeah. Oh, bless. Well, that's kind of the, the, the job of the coach. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, he loved uh, our Tassie kid last year as well. So there you go. Um, so the last kid, Nick, the token Victorian. Token Victorian. Um, the, so Tyler, Tyler Young um, drafted out of our VFL team. Um, so he, he uh, swapped over from uh, soccer. Uh, in 2019, so hasn't been playing football all that long. Had a year up at Albury, two years down at Frankston. Um, joined our VFL team at at the start of the year. Um, I went through um the coach's comments uh, about him uh, in the VFL. Um, and they certainly liked him, but the word "solid" came up <laughs> a lot, and I did I did wonder if we were underselling him <laughs> a little bit, although, you know, he was under 10 disposals uh, a game, so maybe not. But, yeah, he's a, he's a big, strong boy. Um, but he's not, a, he's not a massive ball winner. Um, but we clearly, uh, we clearly liked how he could match up one-on-one, um, which is clearly a strength, um, despite... He uh, does look a little bit like Callum Coleman joins, which is slightly unfortunate. But um, he can stick with guys on a lead. Uh, like I think he's definitely a, a key back. But he's a he's a big, strong, athletic boy. Well, Nick, the last guy we drafted out of our Richmond VFL team, I literally said on this pod, uh, saying uh, he's a nice, solid VFL player, but he clearly doesn't have AFL attributes. And so <laughs> I've never said this. Can't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never said this about Young, so um, uh, it, it's uh, it, it's a good it, it, it. That's a better start. Look, he's fine, and I love the comment. I'm sorry to keep referring to the, this interview, but it's an interesting point how he talked to, about Clark talked about him adjusting to. We'll see how he goes in elite an elite environment because mm. the VFL they get a bit of training, but because they're not full time, they don't get nearly as much training. They don't get as much focus. They don't get as much coaching. So it, it's really even though you're inside the walls of the club, it's not the same. Being on the mm. AFL list is different, and there's always a bit of a... It, there's a more upside to a guy who's never played in an AFL club than is one who has, because there's there's just that there's more uncertainty of what, what how he may develop. And he's big, he's sold. Everyone's seen the highlights of him taking um, respectable marks. Interesting mm. kid. We'll see how he goes. Yeah, um, competitiveness um, came up uh, when... You know, Steve Morris loved him. God bless Steve Morris again. It's uh, his coach. It's his job to um, get the best out of his players. But yeah, I do. 
I don't like when I was looking at, at some of the taller kids, um, uh, the ones with competitiveness as a question, and it always, always had a thing in my back of my mind going, oh, I don't think we draft those guys anymore. Um, the areas of improvement constantly come up are, are on sort of learning to play in a team structure um, and just learning learning how we set up and reading reading the play uh, more generally. Um, so I think, yeah, he's a bit... Um, we used him as as the one-on-one stopper, um, where a guy like, like Ben Miller um, we, was given a lot more uh, free range to to roam. So I think I think if he was going to um, break glass in, in case of emergency, I think we'd we'd use him very much in that one-on-one role rather than um, uh, in a more of a more expensive role. Although his kicking is fine. Fair enough. All right, Nick. Mm. I think that's well. There is. There's one more bit of draft related news. Um, so we've got we've got one one spot on the rookie lift list uh, le- left, and um, already announced uh, last night that um, uh, a player we've we've long been uh, linked to. Um, uh, Quentin Knuckles been uh, invited to uh, train with the club. Indeed. Now, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but is Shay Bolton's manager also Quentin Knuckles' manager? Uh, I believe I that might be the case. But just keep talking about Knuckles while I, I double check that. But I was wondering. Um, he's certainly he's certainly good mates with uh, Bolton and and a number of the Richmond guys, which is partly. Well, I, I wondered if those two things, like who are we most trying to keep sweet this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he can play football. <laughs> you know, he's um, you know, he's he's always struggled um to to um. So, Played his played his first game in in so drafted in twenty sixteen so um, same same draft year as uh, as Bolton um, coming out of WA he's only played forty one games um, so yeah never um, never cemented a spot this year he's um, you know he's been an unused substitute. Three times, um, uh, well, and was a used and substituted for and substituted off in a, in other games as well. So he's had um, three games out of eight where he's actually started started and finished on the on the field. Um, he's shown certainly shown that he can win the ball. Um, not a um, not a great user, but I don't know. I'm, I always thought he was a, a decent player, but yeah, fringy. When I was thinking, we've we've almost stopped in the past five years. We've almost stopped um, looking at um, delisted players from other clubs, with, uh, with the exception of um, VFL Premiership hero Mav, Mav Weller. But um, yeah, mm. Mm, interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, he's, he does have the same manager. They, they mm. both were previously managed. Um, Brian Ralph Carr. But they, they both moved on to the Western Australian base, De Wilder. Mm. All right. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be interested in the last... Um, we've previously... When we, when we've had a spare spot two seasons ago, we we got three um, kids in, um, one of whom was was Ryan Ryan Mansell, and sort of had a had a competition for for the last spot on the the list. Um, yeah, yeah, so so we potentially do that, or we'll potentially use have a mid season draft pick. But one one more one more bit of uh, podcast content to go. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, and uh, I, I hope we get a couple of uh, guys in. I'm not not wishing ill, ill on Narkle. Although, oh no, no, absolutely. I just think it'll be harder for Narkle. I reckon would have definitely made the team last year, but hmm. might be slightly harder this year. Yeah, I do. I do think the when when you mentioned the previous show that. You know, even when you see these guys at training, sometimes you don't know. Like I was thinking that about, oh, we, um, you know, we've had a couple of guys drafted out of our VFL program by by Essendon, and I was like, oh, didn't we didn't we see them coming? But, um, yeah, you don't. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you don't until they're actually actually playing in games. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was fun. Enjoyed that. Okay. So should we finish off the the um, player review? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, we've just done thirty seven minutes on a draft where we our first pick was forty nine. So um, <gasps> I know good times. <laughs> okay, so uh, I don't think we can finish them all completely. But um, no. who, who's up for? You have the master list. Uh, are yep. we on? We're on Parker first, right? Uh, Biggie, Biggie Newen. Uh, okay, first well, for, for far away. Parker. Parker for you. Um, so he he clearly got got better. His his VFL stats uh, were better uh, this year. Um, you know, he's another guy. One of these guys from the twenty nineteen draft cl- class. He just you know he's he just hasn't played very much footy in the last few years. So and it was great to uh, to see him out there. Um, uh, playing good footy in the in the VFL um, and playing some good footy at times, still still with the occasional uh, mistake, but you know uh, uh, his form was definitely better than last year. Made a made his uh, debut uh, against Hawthorne, which was which was really nice. I mean, always always lovely to see um, players players families. Get around him for for debuts, but yeah, only, only the one game. Um, he's already been uh, last year was was delisted and and put on the rookie list. So yeah, he's he's got better, but he really needs to keep getting better to um, preserve his spot on the list. Yeah, and our last rookie pick is is potentially would be battling for him. Mm. For to to be that break glass yeah, in case that, of a, a be the depth guy, break. yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it's, it's self. Uh, when you're drafted as late as he is, he's sort of at the crossroads most years. But um, 
good on him. He's at least played a senior game already, and it'll be mm. interesting how he progresses. There was a little bit of excitement about him in preseason. We might we might recall. Yeah. But, mm. Well, I, I mean, I guess it's self evident he played a game, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Mm. And kicked it absolutely. The win down at Geelong was, I think, the highlight of the VFL um, season, and he kicked an absolutely beautiful goal in that too. Mm. So, Matty, Matthew Parker, Nick, mm. and, um, you, you know, he played, he actually played probably, I don't know if people would remember this, but he played in every game between rounds two and six. Yeah. And uh, I think I've made my uh, opinion on that pretty clear and what I think the opportunity cost us. He actually got subbed out in his last game, um, mm. which uh, after being fairly underwhelming. I will say this on a positive note, is that he's the only Richmond-listed player um, uh, who won a premiership in the last two years. With South Fremantle? <laughs> yeah, last year. Sadly, he's, um, his uh, finals didn't go so well this year, but um, mm. good on him. Um, yeah, played, he's played with Steely Green. <laughs> yeah, um, good on him. Uh, wish, wish him well. Um, yeah, seemed, seemed to be a popular member of the team. That, that always came across, I thought. Okay, moving on. Well, um, his his uh, yet another um, South uh, Fremantle player, um, Marlon Pickett, um, who uh, was it? Was it his? Uh, yeah, I think I think it was his uh, best um, season as a as a Richmond player. I think maybe his most. Um, consistent, but yeah, and it's he's another one of these guys that you think, oh, what what can you say about him that we haven't um, said already? Like, yeah, I like, when, I like having him on the team. When he had a good run of form, we, we covered it really mm. well, uh, extensively on the pod. Um, not sure if it counts as well mm. or not, but um, you know, he was for a while the top rated. Um, Wingman, yeah. wingman. Oh, I mean, it's a bit of a, it's a funny old stat because it really depends on classification. The, the wingmans, the, the the wings, there was none in the top fifty at the time. But he was he was in purple. He was in a purple patch yeah. of form. Uh, he didn't quite sustain it. I love him. I love watching him play. Yeah. I think we've said it so much. Got, he, got his first Brownlow votes. Yeah, he, he's an absolute, absolute credit to the club and and to himself. And mm. um, I and hopefully. Uh, all our theories that he because he missed a lot of footy that he'll he'll have a few he'll have a year or two extra in um mm. in his thirties yeah because he's turned he's turned thirty um, yeah so certainly no signs of slowing down <laughs> yeah and like he, I mean he's he, he he hits like a cement truck so let, yeah. let's just let's just hope that that theory is true that he gets um he gets a few extra years at the end of his career because of um, lack of wear and tear yeah upgraded to the senior list at the at the end of the year. Mm. Long yeah. overdue. Mm-hmm. Dion Prestia. So, Nick, how many times do you think Dion Prestia was subbed out during games this year? Five. Oh, four. Pretty close. Good guess. Um, despite that, he still managed to play 19 games in total because once you're subbed out, it's a sign you're pretty badly injured. But um, a lot of injuries were actually um, for quite... for less lengths of time than we remember. And... Mm. Despite and and most of those substitutions happen in the first half, so you obviously you lose a whole stuffs up all your per game statistics, mm. lose all that game time. But despite that, he still ranked seventh in centre clearances per game, 
and twentieth uh, in total clearances, um, despite uh, not not playing, you know, missing a lot of footy. We've discussed it a lot when when he actually got blocks of form. He was a he was sort of a top forty top forty AFL player. Um, before the season, we said he was the most valuable player on, on Richmond because of yep. his value structurally. Um, as the season went on, I think uh, that was only confirmed. Mm. And yeah, I, I don't think the we think he's amazing. You know, he had some incredible games. Um, he, he was getting Brownlow votes, and look, you know, had he played twenty three games, he he might have been a he might have been a sneaky chance, but just it was not it was not to be. And we can only hope that uh, he's fitter next year. Yeah, we're certainly less dependent on him than we were because, yeah, I think um, being heavily dependent on an injury-prone 30-year-old um, is an uncomfortable place to be, but we've, we've certainly uh, eased eased the load. As he, as he said, he's, um, when you take out the, um, the games when he's... Uh, injured, it's actually uh, a career high in in disposals. So you know when he's when he's fit, uh, um, he's really good. Um, you know, thankfully he managed to bounce bounce back from so carelessly um, throwing himself in Tom Stewart's way. But yeah, he's had a really good year. Uh, fantastic bloke, Tom Stewart, who really mm. didn't. Didn't mean to commit commit assault. Depressingly, and sort of helps explain our off-season recruiting strategy. That that was his second best year for games played in in, at Richmond's. Yeah, and uh, actually, the previous two seasons he didn't crack ten games. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, and he'll play. Injury notwithstanding, he'll play. He'll play his two hundredth um, this year. I think that's we've covered him pretty well. Next player, yeah. um, Hugo Ralph Smith. Um, so he um, he swapped um, uh, from uh, being uh, more of a half forward, particularly in the in the VFL, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, halfback role, um, yeah, and I think I think he was he was one of the the success stories uh, from the season. Didn't played played thirteen games, um, went from averaging eight disposals a game last year to nearly fifteen um, this year. Got a Rising Star nomination. Played really well uh, in the in the VFL. Um, Kick some nice goals. Um, won the grand final sprint. Um, yeah, he had a pretty good year. Yeah, well, he had pretty. He, the form taper off at the end of the year was disappointing. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that that was a bit disappointing. But he he he'd taken a big step forward earlier. Yeah, that's fair. And look, there's let's like we need him to kick on. Uh, um, mm. and sort of. In the nicest possible way, as we discussed with people like Caps, you know, Caps has many strengths. Obviously, got three premierships medals, but uh, I, I think he's upgradable. Well, the 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 challenge, you know, he's a really good runner, um, uh, but um, 
you know, so is, so is Sam Banks. Um, uh, you know, so so is some of the kids we've we've just drafted. Um, uh, you know, uh, Tom Tom Brown's going to be competing for a spot in in defence. Like he, yeah, the um, he's had a good season. He's you know seems a uh, he's a really good athlete. Um, people seem to like him, um, but he can't take anything for granted. Okay, I believe Jack is next. Yep. So, what evidence is there of Jack dropping off? Very, very little. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's almost the same. Like, actually, if you, there is just you, you look at his. I mean, his goals per game are down, was down slightly from last year, but actually it's fine on a four-year basis. Yeah. His tested marking's fine. His disposal's fine. His marks are fine. His tackling's fine. Mm. You know, it's not what it once was, but it's it's it, it's not a significant drop-off off the last four years. It's no. just the and, and he played twenty-one games. Like yep. that, there it's is a, just it's been a very graceful decline. <laughs> yeah, or no decline at all in some ways. I mean, yeah. obviously, it, basically there's. The, in the the Tom Lynch phase of the Jack's career has been incredibly consistent, and uh, he continues. And there's, uh, I mean, I know it's sort of like it's understandable why people talk about retirement and it's it's cheap for mm. But there's, if he wants to play, there's absolutely no reason why the club shouldn't continue to squeeze this this key forward um, orange for every last bit of juice that they can get from it. No. Um, eleven seasons of above forty goals. Yeah, it's been a pretty great career. Next player, Dan Rioli. Um, I, I think I think uh, another another success story. In, in sort of he'd he'd had some good form at the the end of twenty twenty one when he'd when he'd made his much talked about swap uh, to the to the back line, but. Yeah, he he really cemented that role, both both in becoming uh, a really consistent uh, performer, which I think you know was was a lot harder uh, when he, when he was playing as a forward. And yeah, I mean his career his career had clearly uh, stagnated somewhat there, but um, you know he. Uh, he needed to get better on his defensive stuff, um, and and clearly did. Like I think he he became a bit of a, a the break glass in case of emergency if um, if someone got off the chain against against one of our other defenders. Um, made the All Australian uh, squad, um, twenty one disposals a game, six intercepts. Um, uh, still kicked ten goals. Like, yeah, it was it was a very good season. Yeah, in, indeed. Like the um, as he made the All Australian squad as from the guy who was really on the on the outer as a mm. as a forward pocket. And uh, I've said to you offline a few times, like it's and the, he's in the Ben Miller category of uh, I find players who can who evolve and adapt in, in any sport as. Mm. as some of the most interesting, and he's done it, and to his real credit, yeah, and signed a signed a big contract extension as well. Now his his uncle, mm. um, 
what 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 would you have put his over under on games this year? I would probably maybe six before the start of the year. Yeah, I'd I'd say so because he played the year before, and so Dimmer liked him, and he's cameoed. Yeah. yeah, and it's the kind of player that Dimmer likes, but he got fifteen. And yep. he earned his way in. I the first thing I happened when I walked into Punt Road Oval to watch a VFL game was he took a hanger right in front of the, the entrance. Um, and he's just, he's got it. The the X Factor, the excitement machine, um, the rundown tackle. He's just, he was, especially late, in, in, our, in our second half push, he was, he was the sort of the nitrous oxide that got the, um, yeah. is that what is that what? Yeah, called? yeah. Whatever the stuff you um, they use in Fast and Furious, um, the it, maybe not to quite that extent for twenty two on the play, but he was the injection of youth, of enthusiasm, of and the fear of the genuine, the crowd getting excited, and you could see he changed he, oh, his yeah. ability. Not only did he make rundown tackles, but the inferred pressure he makes the other team is mm. in the other team's head because he's got the agility to chase people down. He just doesn't earnestly plod along. Um, yeah, um, absolutely magnificent. Obviously, uh, one a rising star. Um, yeah. His stats are almost... Uh, he averaged goal a game, which wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was good. He, and, you know, for all his chase down pressure, uh, he um, only had three tackles a game, but his pressure acts were higher, you might recall. Yeah, that, and um, his, his points, points from pressure was literally the best in the competition. That's right, yeah. And um, it was... It's clearly it's self-evident. The second act's going to be harder um, because you know that he was sort of the exciting new thing, and um, now he'll have to consolidate and and work really hard to get to get the the big mm. tank to because you know Dim was going to want him to play twenty two games uh, yep. next year. Um, yeah, the the and that work rate that work rate is is the key um, in having having seen a bit of him as a junior to to where he is now he you know he's he's got his body really fit um and he he's just able to do those repeat sprints he came up repeatedly in the in the elite elite runners um during our games yeah no it was it was a really it was a (laughs) successful season it's a really demanding position so yeah you've got to got to go again um, he's probably too good to do this now, but he was the activated sub three times, and he's the kind of kid you want to play as a, the kind of guy you want to play as a sub. And, mm. All right, next play, Jack Ross. I think uh, finished. I was very encouraged by how he finished uh, the season. His last, his last three games. Um, Average twenty-one disposals, goal a game, uh, three on, uh, quite a few inside fifties. Like, yeah, sort of more, sort of in the in the Kane Lambert role. Um, yeah, I, I think he had a pretty successful season. Well, he needed to. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, he had a really good end to the year. And, mm. uh, I mean. Not everyone can have a successful season, but it was a real arc. And um, he went from, I think, mid-year that quietly probably a lot of people thought he was gone. And yep. and then the second year, the like I was super... His last three games, the Essendon game, I think, was the, mm. the real breakout yep, yep. game. Oh, sorry, we have 
made the joke on this podcast that he's had a career best. He's uh, and there's a few of them. The type of player, the, it's the Shane Edwards Award for had his best game, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. most most improved five years in a row. Um, so Jack, but that, that Essendon game because um, some of his good games early on were a bit junk steady, but um, the AFL ratings loved his Essendon game, and mm. uh, he went on and then. And that just means he was sort of he did good things in high leverage moments, and you quite rightfully question what happens when you when you're not playing against witches hats. Um, you might recall after that, mm. and then he yeah. backed it up with a very solid final. He did so, played well. So uh, two games is, and is, was was noticeably backed in for a spot in the team ahead of um, yeah uh, Jack Graham coming back from injury and Shane Edwards who was sub. Yeah, and after a long time of. Seemingly in being in Dimmer's doghouse, so mm. he's really uh, he's earned he's earned yeah. the tr- he earned the trust of the coaches, and um, I, I well, think and I'm, he I'm, absolutely ki- he killed it every time he went back to the VFL, um, which doesn't hurt either. No, absolutely, but yeah, I mean, we were discussing this podcast that uh, there were a few times you thinking, oh, well, he's clearly gone because he's VFL. F- Form and he's, he's excellent. He's not getting picked, but then he, he took his chance when he got. He finally got it, and um, good on him. And we'll see how he goes next year. But and the, the one point we haven't made is he's also younger than we remember. Mm. Yeah, just just turned um, twenty two. Another guy who got him. Uh, I think he got a contract extension, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he was out of contract and he, he got one. He earned it. Um, We'll do Samson Run last, and yep. uh, moving on. So, ne- has never got never got the senior game. Mm. Um, to, to he, but I think he will. Um, as pointed out, he had some great great games during the year. He was effective up forward at yeah, times. We, li- we, li- we liked his work. He he was a l- played a lot more as first ruck um, in the VFL, um, despite um, Soldo um, being back. Um, yeah, so, Soldo ruined his stats a bit. Like his his really really statistically dominant games were um, when Soldo wasn't playing. Um, but it's sort of it's it's really hard to like. I'm deliberately not reading out his VFL averages because it was so dependent on which role both of them had because they're both much better mm. as first rucks. So um, and while they can both clunk marks and you know he, he averaged the goal a game in 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 the VFL and. But it's hard to look at his aggregate stats or his average stats and draw a firm conclusion from them because it, so much of it was uh, role-based. But the, the the overall picture of, by the eye test, he was clunking marks mm. in, in the full forward line and it was just that there was obvious improvement and, you know, there was genuine calls for him to to play senior game. So uh, to um, outlier bad debut game aside... Yeah. Um, and obviously, we've got a log jam at, at second ruck, but uh, he's he's certainly he's well on his way to yeah, certainly developing. Uh, yeah, and he's only he's still only twenty one years of age. Um, vote of confidence um, in him. He's um, he's got two more years under under contract, so there's clearly um, a level of belief um, in him from the from the club. But yeah, I think. Right, right. Ruck depth is in better shape than we feared. Although, yeah, it, it's still there's still a threshold question of how it looks at senior level. Yeah. Yes. Cool. All right. So we'll finish off 
Um, next time we haven't uh, worked out um, exactly when uh, that'll be, but it tends to be whenever we've got enough um, off-season news to we can't bear not to not to uh, podcast. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this has been fun. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. We're Richmond Talk Talk. It starts with a vision. If we're not locked into that, might as well pack up and go home. You're talking about three flags by 2020. Fitzroy has paid him off files and you guys. And after 13 straight losses, the Tigers are no longer toothless. Their first win for 2010. Carmel Hunt. Look at Jeffrey. He does. Carlton are on their way to West on to kick a goal from here. He does. What a start. First preliminary final in 16 long years, and they have done it. They've won. The Tigers are into the prelim. Tigers.